Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. Okay, sister, I've got to interrupt this episode to ask, what's your it? What's the thing that you've always dreamt of doing? Is it starting a side hustle or traveling to Europe for three weeks? Maybe it's paying off those pesky credit cards. Is it purchasing an investment property, learning to play the guitar, teaching yourself Italian, or maybe writing a book? What's your it? You know, the thing that you only have confided with your closest peeps, or maybe you've never even told anyone about your it. It's the thing you promise to get to when everything else in your life is in order. It's the thing that you promise you'll get to when you've got more time. It's the thing you'll promise you'll get to when you just figure out how. Spoiler alert, my friend. You'll never have everything together. You're never going to magically have more time. And you'll never learn how unless unless you decide to get after it, okay? Which is the name and the theme of my new three-month mastermind. But wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Before you skip ahead and get back to the episode, just stay with me for 15 more seconds because it's so damn good. This isn't your typical mastermind. It's not the big business, stiff and stuffy sort of thing. This is a place for inspired women just like you to get together each week to set one big goal for yourself, to actually go after your it, to create accountability, and the big and is to take action towards your it. We will couple accountability and action. And by coupling those two things, you guys, we guarantee results. Whatever your it may be, get after it is the place for you. We start in September. So please jump on this opportunity. It's so damn good. And together, let's get after it. Welcome back, my friends, to the Living on Purpose podcast. As promised, I'm coming at you solo again this week, and we are going to dive right on in. Since I'm a self-proclaimed curious student of life, I literally geek the fuck out when the universe provides big, huge lessons for me. And and honestly, I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time, and I do my best to tune in. But for some reason this week, the lessons have just been coming and coming. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm 
I'm able to slow down. We talked about my wake up call last week. I'm not sure if it's, um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's in, it's my cycle, but I'm here for it. I'm really grateful for all the work that I've done, which has allowed me, or I guess taught me, or I guess even just given me the space to slow down enough to capture the lessons as they come. I'm feeling, I I read Gabby Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back years ago. I can't even tell you what the book is about other than um, I'm feeling like the universe is providing the lessons and has my back really significantly right now. So I just want to share because I think it's really exciting. And the latest lesson that I've received is all about compare and despair. Because for some reason, I've been feeling really compare <laughs> That's not a word, but we're going to call it compare lately. And if you've heard me write or talk about jealousy, you know that I, I kind of love jealousy or envy. I really view those two things as an invitation towards change. But recently, that's not what I was feeling. I wasn't feeling the jealous that I like or the envy as I was scrolling social media. I was straight up comparing myself. Like I was just feeling compare. No jealousy, just compare. <laughs> and please understand that I know better. We all know better. But sometimes I fall into the compare and despair trap for a day or two. And I'm human and and I'm allowed to sit in my feelings. And lately I've been comparing myself or really my businesses to other coaches businesses on the Facebook. I've been, and I hate to admit it, but I've been comparing my body to the influencers on the Instagram or even comparing my writing to the blogs that I read or find off of Pinterest, which is, it's so gross. I hate, I really don't like it. I really hate, hate's a strong word and I'm going to use it right now. I really hate falling in the, into this compare and despair trap because comparison is such a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I don't think anything really good or, or not much good comes from comparison. For me, when I slip into comparison, I, I fall into despair. I start feeling stuck and behind and sometimes even hopeless. I find that when I compare, I remove myself from my own life. Like I'm no longer present for the experiences or the joy to be found right in front of me. Because what I'm doing is I'm stacking up my experiences or my joy with other people's. For me, comparison can also lead to resentment of others. And it blocks me from being able to authentically celebrate their successes and to realize and be happy for their joy. For me, comparison can make me feel sad, unworthy, and not enough. And it's just gross. I hate it. (laughs) It's like, I, I, yeah, like I said, not much good comes from comparison. So I was feeling the same this way this week. And on Tuesday morning, I just had enough. I was over it. I was over the compare and despair because I was just feeling, I was just feeling gross. And for me, that comparing myself has always had that effect on me. I feel gross. I feel blah. I feel like I just want to crawl out of my skin, which is interesting because that's literally what I'd have to do in order to get to become 
who I was comparing myself to. I'd have to actually crawl out of my skin and become someone else. But I love my skin. I love this life that I'm creating, that I've created. And the problem with my comparison tendencies, there's a few. So I have, I think we all compare differently. And I'm going to just kind of go into a couple of ways that I compare myself. And as always, um, I tell stories not for you to experience the same story. It's just a reminder. I guess it's a comparison reminder, right? I, I share my stories so that maybe you can see yourself in them or see your experience in them. And so here's a couple of ways that I experience comparison. What I do is sometimes I compare myself to people who have been at it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, for much longer than I have, who, or maybe even who've just had more training. Like I compare, I, I, I do a real good job of comparing my chapter four to their like sixth best selling novel. Like my mind jumps right to look how behind I am, look how successful she is, instead of like, oh my God, look at her success. What an inspiration! Like now, what do I want to do? Like, do I want to keep writing this book, this, this book that I'm on chapter four? And obviously the book is just an analogy or an example. It doesn't really matter what the end result is, right? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if we're wanting to write a book, wanting to gain strength, wanting to start a blog, wanting to learn Spanish, wanting to, you know, foster relationships with our kids. Like, for me, I do a really good job of just comparing myself to someone who's just farther down the road or maybe even has more training. And for me, comparing myself who is farther down their path just doesn't serve me well. And um, and it's, it's not productive for me because if I went forward with this sort of comparison, cre- you know, we'll get into the plan in a minute. Um, but my plan wouldn't look authentic to me and it wouldn't get me anywhere. Right. Because I'd be starting at her sixth novel when I need to be starting, or I want to be starting at my chapter four or five. So for me, one of the comparison traps I fall into is just comparing myself to someone who's farther down the road in a way that doesn't serve me. And it's not the jealousy. It's not the envy way that propels me towards inspired action. It's the comparison that like, makes me feel gross and yucky and blah and not enough. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So another, and it's always women. It really is for me. It's always women I compare myself to. So another woman, um, and this is just an example, I'm not talking about one woman in particular, but another woman that I find myself comparing myself to on social is someone that's just like flat out having more apparent success. And I say apparent because I don't really know. Social media does an amazing job at making our lives and the lives of others look bright and shiny and absolutely perfect. And the reality is that nobody has a perfect life. Like we're all struggling in one way or another. If you follow me over on my, you know, Instagram or my Facebook, I recently posted a picture of my hanging baskets where the, oh my God, they are so beautiful in the front. There are these beautiful pink flowers just like bursting out of my hanging baskets. And then I continued the video and I showed you the back of the hanging baskets where all the flowers and plants are totally dead and dying. And I said, 
my, my, my hanging baskets are like social media where the front is pretty and bright and shiny and perfect, but the back is just struggling. Like, and that's the thing we're, we're all struggling in, in, in one way or in another. And the reality of me comparing myself to someone else's perfect social is that honestly, I'm probably killing it in an area of my life where the person that I'm comparing myself to is actually struggling, which isn't, it, it's, it just, it's reality. Right. And so it's an, it's an, it's another, I'm stuttering now, I'm getting all hyped. It's another unfair comparison for myself to chalk my life up to someone else's front of their hanging basket to someone else's front that they're, they're putting on social. Okay. So this week, uh, instead of just staying in the yucky and gross feelings, I pulled out my trusty journal and I got real and vulnerable with myself. And the reason I'm sharing this experience is because I know I'm not alone when it comes to my compare and despair tendencies. And maybe, maybe just maybe you'll be able to take a tip or a strategy away from this episode and incorporate it into your life. And maybe just maybe the only tip that that comes from it is, is feeling less alone, which I'm a big proponent of. And so if you want to follow along on the tips and strategies that I'm going to offer here today, I have created a PDF for you, which can be found and downloaded right in the show notes. So so there's that for you again, because I understand that, you know, I've been journaling for years and so it's a little bit. So, okay. So my journal is like my journal expertise or strategies are um, pretty rock solid. Like I'm, pr- I'm a pretty fucking badass journaler. And I, and I understand when I talk to my clients and friends, sometimes people have a tough time getting aware in their journal. And so that's why I created the PDF just to help guide us towards awareness. Okay. Okay. So the PDF is there for you. So back to me and how I got through my, or you know what, how I'm getting through my most recent comparison phase. So I started, as I mentioned in my journal, and that's how I start most things. My mind, when I go down self sabotaging uh, paths or rabbit holes, my mind really has a tendency to start to race where I get going on thinking and not feeling. And so my journal really forces me to slow my roll and tap into those feelings and the emotions behind the mind race, behind the thoughts. So here are a few prompts that I use to help me get clear on what this comparing despair funk was kind of all about. And so some of the things that I asked myself or inquired of myself were like, why am I doing more comparing now than I usually do? Like what's going on in my life, in my circumstances that has me comparing at a higher, more destructive rate than usual? I also asked myself, like, what is it that I'm comparing? I already mentioned, you know, for me right now, it's my coaching practice and coaches online, but it's, it's always different, right? And so 
what am I comparing myself to? Or what is it that I'm comparing right now? And I got really specific, like, what is it about the women that I'm comparing myself to that is feeling like a draw? Like, why does that feel sexy for me right now? And I got specific. I also asked myself like, okay, Maddie, is this comparison helping you in any way? Another thought or prompt that I had was, how do I feel when I compare myself to others? How do I act when I compare myself to others? How do I treat myself when I compare myself to others? And once I took the time to answer those questions, um, step two was I created a plan to move me slowly out of comparison mode and back to my own life. Um, And what I'm not talking about right now is I'm not talking about a plan to get me closer to where those other women are. Okay. I'm not talking about a plan to like move me towards where they are. I'm actually talking about a plan to move me away from the women I'm comparing myself to for a while so that I can focus on me, on my life, on my goals and my priorities. Okay. And your plan is going to look quite different. Um, but here is, here's the plan that's working for me so far. And you guys, it's, it's super duper simple. Like this isn't rocket scientist, this isn't rocket science. And I think that that's okay. Right. We don't have to overcomplicate, um, anything. We also don't have to recreate the wheel. So if these little baby tips and strategies help you steal them, please. So the only three things that I'm doing right now to move me back into my own life and out of the comparison of others is to cut my social media consumption drastically. I'm limiting myself to just like 30 minutes a day and I'm limiting myself until that feeling passes. Um, I'm also writing down my goals and I'm actually putting them in a place where I can look at them on the daily. So instead of scrolling social and seeing what other people got going on, I am just kind of like putting my goals in front of me. So, you know, they're, they're top of mind, right? It's like, instead of scrolling others, I'm going to scroll myself. I'm going to scroll what I want. And so, you know, my big goals and dreams, which I'm so excited about right now, you know, um, hint, hint the mastermind that I'm creating. Uh, I want to focus on what I've got going on. I don't want to waste my time focusing on what other people's got going on right now. And the last thing that has been really helping for me is getting back to my daily planner, um, to help me take action towards those goals. And that's it. You guys, like that's my three step strategy for, moving towards creating. That's my plan. That's my three-step plan towards moving it back into my own life. Cut social, write down my goals and get back to my daily planner. And so after my time in my journal, after creating that three-step plan, the only thing left for me to do was to take action. Okie dokie. And this is where the universe on Tuesday really really fucking delivered for me. This is where I went, holy shit, slowing down, asking for what we want actually works. So here's what happened. Closed my journal on Tuesday 
and looked at my daily planner. And one of the things that was on my planner was to Peloton. I have been, um, for the last couple of months, I've been really focusing on strength training with a personal trainer. It's been phenomenal. And so um, I was, after a couple of months doing that, it was, it, it's been tough because I've been so dang sore, but I'm feeling I'm feeling back to normal. I'm feeling stronger. And I'm like, okay, I was really craving the Peloton. So I popped on. And like I said, it had been two months. And so I just chose the ride that looked like it was going to be the most fun. But then I also chose the ride that kind of looked easy, to be honest. Like, I'm just going to use myself way back back into this Peloton thing. So I chose a 20-minute thir- 80s ride because I music matters to me. and. 15 seconds into the ride, I'm going and I'm realizing my numbers aren't tracking my cadence, which is how fast you're going and my resistance. It it wasn't showing what I was producing. It wasn't showing my output. Now I'm going along and I'm kind of like touching the screen a little bit and I couldn't quite figure it out. Now a minute and a half has lapsed. I'm like, well, do I want to stop this ride and figure it out? And then start again, or do I just want to, just want to crush it? Just want to get after it. I chose just to get after it. So I put it out of my mind that I was going to be able to know how fast I was going, that I was going to be able to know my resistance. And, you know, on a Peloton ride, they're constantly calling out metrics. So they're saying like, go this speed and at this resistance, which really just kind of keeps you on pace for the course, for the class, excuse me. So for this one, I, I just had to listen to myself. So when the instructor called out, you know, add five points to resistance, I had to do my best guess and really just listen to my body and how I was feeling. And this was great. This is going great. And then I realized about five minutes in that there was a little area where I could see my total output for the, for the whole ride. I could see my total output and five minutes in as a quarter of the time I realized with the total output number, I was like, oh my God, I am on pace to possibly PR this ride, that's personal record, to possibly hit my personal record. I was like, that's insane. What? Like, I can't even see my numbers and I'm on track to PR. How crazy. About that same time, about five minutes in, I realized that I could see how many people were in the class with me and it was about 90. And I could also see that I was ranking 90 out of 90 the whole time. So I was like, dead last the whole freaking ride. And I just, I just listened to myself. I was in a really great space where I could push myself. And I focused on when my heart was racing. I focused on my breathing and I focused on the numbers and I focused on just me, which normally it's, it's surprising. You know, I I guess I don't do when I ride the Peloton, I'm focused on the numbers. I'm focused on hitting the numbers that are suggested. And I'm focused on my rank because they have what you call a leaderboard, which is what I was, what I was saying where I could see I was 90 out of 90 on the leaderboard. So I pushed and pushed and pushed on this Peloton ride. I was sweating like a mad woman. And at the very end of the ride, my stats popped up and I had, um, well, first of all, I realized that I had not beat my PR matched it. I matched my PR for a 20 minute ride and I was so proud of myself. So then when the total stats popped up, I was 22,715. So I ranked 22,715 out of 
a class size of 22,715. And I took a picture of it because I was like, oh my God, I was literally, you know, 45 minutes ago writing in my journal about how I was comparing myself to others and it was causing despair. And then the universe was like, you know what, sis, this is a problem. And we're just going to take away your ability to compare yourself to anyone on this Peloton ride. You can't even, we're not even going to let you know how well other people are doing. We're not even going to let you know how fast you're going or the resistance you're at. We're just going to let you know your total output. And so you can compare it to your fucking self. And I was, I was floored. It was the, it was this like aha moment. It was this light bulb moment for me that I was, I realized that I do better when I, when I, and I mean, like I said, it's not rocket science and I'm not that brilliant, (laughs) but I do better when I'm only comparing myself to myself. And it was like also really relieving. Like all of a sudden I could shed the pressure of the numbers. I could shed the pressure of the leaderboard. And I'm not saying I'm going to call Peloton and get, I'm going to figure out the issue because I, I want that at times, but for that, for me in that day, it wasn't going to be useful. It gives me tingles. It's definitely like this, like universe, God, creator, source, woo shit that felt really, really, really awesome. And so my takeaway from that is, is how can you, how can we continue to take away the numbers? How can we continue to, you know, eliminate the things that hold us back because of comparison? And I went through my day just kind of on this high, on this like high of, I'm just, I'm just doing me. So, and then, you know, later that afternoon, the comparison creeps back in because it freaking does. It it does and it's okay. So here's what happened later this afternoon. Later this afternoon or that afternoon, I was donating blood. And this has been um, a new thing that I've been doing. I've done it a couple times uh, because there's a blood shortage in our area. And apparently it it always kind of dips in the summer. And and I feel really, really good about it. I remember as a kid going with my mom to donate blood and and I was always so proud of her. And so um, it's this thing I'm doing. So anyway, three months ago, I gave blood and I had a really, really, really scary experience. Well, scary for me experience. I um, donated the blood. I got the blood all delivered. And when I went to stand up to go to the snack and juice area, I um, almost passed out. And I was like, it was, I could feel the black, like my eyesight was going tunnel vision. I could feel the black, um, the blackout creeping in. They laid me back down. I started sweating profusely, like sweating through my shirt. I was hot. My heart was racing. I was like, it was terrifying. And so the, the people that were phenomenal. And they're like, oh my gosh, this happens sometimes. It's totally fine. They gave me the ice packs and they brought me chips and, and I survived. Like I just, I just donated blood. It's okay. My body was reacting in the way it's meant to react, but it was really just really scary for me. My anxiety is really tied to health 
of myself and the people I love. So when I feel my health um, or safety jeopardized in certain ways, my anxiety gets triggered and that's definitely what happened. And so I hesitated to set the appointment again, but I thought, I'm going to try it, right? I'm going to try it and I'm going to do a couple things differently and I'm going to donate again. So I went in um, last week and before you can donate blood, they check your, I don't need, they check your, they check your stuff (laughs) to make sure that you're like qualified, right? They're going to check your blood pressure and they're going to check your pulse and temperature. Well, I failed. My iron level was too low. And so I was denied the ability to give blood, which is a super big bummer, but they said you could try again in three days. So I said, okay, awesome. We'll try again in three days. So Tuesday, last Tuesday, this day that the universe was like just delivering me all the messages, all the lessons, I pull up to try to give blood again. And I'm walking in to my appointment behind this cute lady who is definitely older. If I had to guess, which we're not supposed to, I'd guess like low 80s, early upper 70s, low 80s, just like a cute little thing. It was walking in to the appointment before me, ahead of me. And my mind, you guys, went to, this is what I told myself. I said, if she can do it, you can do it. And because, because I was so freaking focused on my compare and despair, I caught myself in that moment. I was like immediately aware because here's the truth. I, three days prior, my iron levels were too low. Like I actually couldn't give blood. They, they rejected me for my own. I don't know why, probably safety. Three months ago, I almost passed out. So like anxiety was going to, was coming into play here as well. So for me to tell myself in that moment, if she can do it, you can do it is a straight up lie. The odds were actually stacked against me for being able to donate this blood. So to use the phrase, the catchy phrase with myself, if she can do it, you can do it is a bunch of bullshit. And it's limiting because truly some people can do things physically, emotionally, mentally, they have the time, they have the resources, they have the skill that we can't, that I can't, that I couldn't. And so it was another opportunity for me to just take a beat with myself and say, Hey, where are you? What's going on with you? Why are you here? What are your goals? Let's let miss Missy miss, you know, 80 year old do her thing and let Missy miss Maddie do her thing. And if we do, if we both and all just do the best we can, and if we both and all just compare ourselves to ourselves, man, like we're going to, we're going to kill it. We're going to, we're going to live the best life ever. (laughs) And so the universe is just delivering me these messages. And when they, when it does, I have to share them with you. And so that's it. I just want you to remember my friends that compare and despair, it just doesn't do us any good. And when we feel compare creep in, start by by becoming aware, then set your plan and finally take action. We deserve to be extremely proud of our own life, of our own goals, of our own dreams without the influence of comparison. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to download that PDF to help move you from compare and despair into compare and aware. Thank you for listening. As always, my friends, continue to live a life on purpose. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.